Greetings, new time listeners and long time Black Masons. We've got an awesome podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about conspiracies with your hosts Chase, Josh, Seth, and me, Nate. Let's get it rolling. Also, this is uh, Seth Bellenstein, Bearded Dragon. Not right. the guest not host, Seth. Not yeah, regular exactly. contributor. Seth. Regular <laughs> contributor, Seth, has homework. Boo, he's still in high school. Nerd. He's still in high school. <laughs> yep, he's still in high school. We're going to go with that. He's is like he going Peter to Parker, perpetually in high school. He's going to be <laughs> so mad. He's going to be so mad when he hears that. OCCC is grade 13. <laughs> I it's, went there. It is. It's Westmore, too. It's Grant number two. It's fun because he's not here to defend himself. I know. It's the best. So conspiracy theories, yeah. So conspiracy theories. Listeners are going to have to pardon my voice. I have strep throat, so... And Skittles. Uh, and why Skittles. are we doing this? <laughs> no, I'm not contagious anymore. Okay. The doctor told me I wouldn't be contagious after a day on antibiotics. That it's, sounds it's scientific. Been, it's been two days. It should be a day after your fever stops. That stopped on like Monday. Okay. I'm going to kill you if I get strep throat. Though. These bacteria have little built-in timers. <laughs> Actually, bacteria do. Anyways. Science. I know, right? Today, science is about <laughs> aliens. Yeah, we're going to talk about aliens today, guys. So we're going to get weird with it going to be deep down the rabbit hole talking about deep deep down. i think deep first down. off we should talk about the different types of aliens that are existing right now and i i watched a <laughs> a canadian former canadian minister paul hellier paul hellier 91 years old he's awesome how in the world do you guys know who this dude is he's he's the awesomest man alive awesomest he, okay. he's like go ahead you're you're already he's a canadian truther oh my gosh not really it is the truth about canada <laughs> Oh, the dark America's truth. America's hat. Dark truth about Canada. Anyways, so <laughs> he went on national television and uh, kind of around the globe talking about that there are four main species of aliens that are constantly visiting Earth and have been for thousands of years. Okay. So those are the greys, the whites, reptilians. And mantids? And I'm drawing a blank. Was it mantids? I promise you it was mantids. There's a ton of them, man. Like, I've heard him talk about how, like, I've heard him talk about how, like, when he was, like, first getting into it and, like, learning about aliens or whatever, like, he only thought that there were, like, maybe, like, two to twelve, like, different species, like, living on Earth. But now, apparently, like, because of his research or whatever, he's he's come to recognize that there are, like, he, he on the thing that I said, he specifically said, he's like, I'm not even going to say how many species I th- of alien I think there are living on Earth because it's going to, like, sound ridiculous. He's like, but it's way more than twelve. So it's basically like Men in Black is real. Yeah. Yeah. Like that exactly. Was, that was a documentary. Exactly. Like um, they, <laughs> they take on disguises. Maybe we're they, thinking of a different Will guy. Smith. No. Paul uh, Hillier. I, I just went along with Paul former, Hillier. Former defense minister. Although I am going to okay, say. Okay. Well, that's. I am going to say that the Men in Black series is based off of like the 1940s and 50s encounters with the Men in Black who often coincided with like alien sightings and stuff where government or not necessarily really strange mannered men in black suits would show up mostly in the U S sometimes abroad. Um, whenever someone had witnessed something otherworldly and then try and basically keep them quiet and say like, you're not going to talk about this. 
they would threaten their businesses, threaten their lives, threaten their pretty much families. anything possible to meet their own agenda. They didn't care. Like I, I seem to have read about them a lot more when I read about animal and human mutilations. That's when I heard about them the most. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that actually that was a big part of the whole story was that they would come and investigate, but they were always odd, and people would often think that uh, the men in black themselves were also some sort of alien. They're stoic faces all the time. Yeah, well, they were often bald. Um, that's where the show Fringe based um, their whole aliens theory on that, and it was interesting. Hmm. Um, also, that Matt Damon movie where he runs through doors. I can't remember what it's called. The the Backwards Man? The Bureau. The Bureau. Ah. Uh, that was based on the Men in Black. The original, not the not the movie. This is good radio. The real <laughs> Men in Black. <laughs> Somebody want to talk about uh human and cattle mutilations what that's all about it's kind of weird like there's kind of a uh i don't i don't know what it's all about i'm not actually trying to answer your question <laughs> but it's kind of that was loud hey you were right by the way i looked it up it was paul heller was the guy who said four types of aliens yeah good job what are, what was the fourth we i'm trying to, i'm trying to find it oh pro- maybe hybrids i don't know hybrids but like there there does seem to be like a weird um like sadistic thing going on with the aliens. Like there's like the stories about people that get abducted, like a lot of times like they get probed or whatever, but also Don't probe me. They bro. just like straight up torture them and like take them apart and like put them back together and like see how they work and, and crap like that. And apparently like it's a really, really terrible experience. I'd say a lot of them are interested in human sexuality. Constantly, like either like ovum samples or sperm samples, are frequently talked about. Like they forcefully, like with electric shock, either like force you to climax as a male, or they stick a needle inside you as a woman, and they take these samples, and that's what most people remember: some type of weird, strange sexual encounter. I'm calling repressed memories of molestation on that one. Just saying. What if they haven't ever been molested? That seems like a specific go on. I don't know. I'm just saying (laughs) repressed memories. Okay, first off, let's just let's just get this out of the way. I was never abducted by aliens. They didn't want me. Um, Let's first off, who actually in this room uh, believes that there are aliens like on Earth? Like, Uh, just just be honest, because I I'm I'll be honest, I don't. I also do not. I do believe in aliens, but I don't think we have like. A secret race of aliens running the world or anything? I believe in entities on this Earth. Whether or not you call them aliens is a matter of perspective. Okay, so you're saying, like, spiritual beings that our mind doesn't know how to comprehend and it just kind of masks over as aliens? Yes. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting way to put it. When you, it's just like we talked about last week. With, we said, uh, you know, coping with madness. Your, right. mind, your mind will do what it can. <laughs> so the thing... The reason I've come... Hang on, hang on. Let Nathan answer. Oh, okay. oh, um, I don't know if I believe... I don't know how far I believe that goes. How far that rabbit hole you want to go down? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, like, I certainly believe in, like, the possibility of aliens. I may probably even believe in the possibility that they've come here. I might could be convinced that there are some living here, like, in disguise <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it would take some convincing, though. I almost... I basically stop, as far as, like, my own beliefs, like, what I actually think, I, I think I stop at visitation. Like, that's where, that's where I would start needing convincing, 
is right there. Okay. So I don't know if I actually believe they're Among Us. I think it's awesome. Like, I love talking about it and hearing about it. Oh, yeah. It's if fun. you have an alien theory, I want to hear it, but, you know. Personally, I'm actually more inclined to believe that there was at one point in the human, like, span of existence, a race of, like, superhumans that somehow saw a cataclysm coming and decided, hey, we got to go underground. And so they went underground. And I'm not saying Hollow Earth. I'm saying like caves. It's like the the Halo story. What? The forerunners and they saw this cataclysm. Oh coming yeah, that is they... the Halo story. <laughs> Halo ripped off aliens. Um. So anyway, no, they went underground, and that's why whenever we have people saying they had encounters with aliens, they're always like small, thin-looking things with huge eyes. They're really pale because that's what you would look like after thousands of years of being underground. Do some people theorize that aliens do live underground? I'm just saying, and it's way easier if they're, okay, so if we're gonna go of the theory that aliens are more advanced than us, how, where would you wanna direct them? Do you wanna direct them, like, away from you as far as possible? And so if you're living in the ground, you're gonna say, oh, look out there! That's where they are! Look out into space! That's an interesting theory. I'm just saying. Like, I heard one guy talk about, like, I don't know his name, so I can't give him credit, but, uh, like, I heard one guy talk about how, like, he kind of ties in the whole, like, reptilians theory with, reptilians. like, aliens. The reptilians theory is my favorite, by the way. Like, we'll talk about it. Okay, so, like, basically, like, these reptilians, like, they almost evolved alongside humans, kind of. Like, it started millions of years ago. Like, basically, raptors had feathers that were, like, so, um, like, thin and everything that they were almost like hair and everything. So, like, they think that, like... Throughout the course of evolution or whatever, like, the reptilians kind of evolved. And so, like, there are many reptilians who actually, like, appear very human-like, um, like, whatever. That's, like, what they look like. And then, like, I forget what exactly happened. I don't remember how to connect those two dots. But, like, now they live, like, beneath the Earth. And there are, like, holes, like, in mountains and stuff where they can, like, fly their ships out and fly around and, like, run their experiments on humans. Mess with people. And there's something about... I remember saying something about, like... They're, they're like really motivated to like blend their DNA with like human DNA for some reason. And so like the interest in human sexuality. See, and that's what it all, it all goes back to that though. Because the, like the reptilians are into that too. Because I, I, I hear so much of that about the grays specifically about their, their species is kind of at a dead end and they've cloned themselves into oblivion where they can no longer reproduce. And so they're trying to cure themselves with human DNA and in part because most DNA like we're like 50% banana. So they can also use animal DNA as well to splice themselves or trying to fix their population dilemma. And there's the ancient aliens theory where, like, the the origin of the human race is actually aliens, like, blending their own DNA with the DNA of, like, apes. Because they needed a slave race to mine gold. Yes, I, I have <laughs> heard about that one, that gold is always involved in everything. Why, why gold? And, like, nobody really knows. That's the David Icke theory. I really don't like David Icke at all. Like, he just seems like a jerk. Who's David Icke? David Icke is... A jerk. Is he the guy... Who's the guy with the crazy hair that's just like... Aliens. Yeah, that's always on Ancient Aliens. Yeah. I don't know that dude's uh, name. Looking it up. He's awesome. Everybody everybody will have to look up David Icke because he is like an anti-Zionist, which are populated by the reptilians, and that we Wait, are here... saying Israel is... Wait. Not, not, not like all Jews, but like the specific Zionist movement. Okay. Is essentially, uh, a front for the reptilians. Or that, that's one front for the reptilians, I should say. 
and that we are essentially here. They're going to take over the world and they're going to, like Nate was saying, make us a slave race to mine gold. And then once the gold is gone, they're just going to kind of leave us here to peter out however our existence goes. Why gold? What are the theories? I don't know. That's all. I never it's could precious, find anything. It's a precious metal. I mean, it has a lot of. It's like, precious to us, but like, why would well, it has precious? a lot of scientific qualities too? Like, it's conductance. It's amazingly conductive. It's really, uh, it's pliable, but it's really dense. It's ductile. Uh, it's, ductile. Yeah. Is that the word? To be, ability to be drawn into wire. Yeah. There's ductility and there's malleability. One is wire form, and then one is to be hammered into sheets. Cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that's neat. <laughs> Words are fun. <laughs> you, heard it so you looked something up just now. What did you look up? Uh, I looked up the hair guy from Ancient Aliens. His name is Giorgio A. I'm going to butcher this last name. Sukalos? T-S-O-U-K-A-L-O-S. Su- okay. Sukalos? Yeah. Good to know. I have no idea. Good to know. His Wikipedia picture is crazy. <laughs> listeners, yes. listeners, I'll uh, I'll post that a link is... to his uh to his Wikipedia page in the in yes. the the text. Fantastic. One oh thing gosh. about gold that I think we may be missing. I <laughs> I mean I kind of believe that there are other sciences that we haven't yet discovered, and one that we're on the verge of that we're just kind of dabbing into the the thin crust on the outside is pizza sound waves or resonant sounds. Where we, we have been able to levitate certain objects by just hitting a certain frequency. Uh, and that is actually one of the theories on how the pyramids were built. And many, many other structures that are too large of stones. Like 11 ton stones that no human instrument can move right now. Are you, oh, you're talking about like resonance theory and stuff? Where how the pyramids are all shaped to where they perfectly conduct sound? and Yeah, dude. Well, I didn't too. mention that. But just the fact that they could have moved those bricks or you know around the world with this type of resonant technology where you just have to hit a certain frequency and it matches the exact pitch mm-hmm. of that uh shape object or whatever uh yeah yeah the the object not necessarily the shape i guess but it's about the the the, the element itself so the type of stone oh, that it yeah. is you have to hit a certain frequency so i was reading um this book series called the rayo revelations and uh at one point there's this group of wizards that uh, they make jewelry as they're not wizards, they're dwarves. I'm sorry. They make jewelry that uh, can be used as keys because um, the atoms vibrate inside the jewelry a certain way, and then they built these locks that when you press them together, the vibrations mix, and you can like basically do what you just said. That's pretty rad. It was cool. It was a really interesting section of the book. But yeah. Yeah. It's totally. almost like musicians called it. Like music has a you know is a big deal to every culture, and it's like it's like. It's almost like the beginning of an idea, but like we just didn't have like the science to back up the idea. Like when you put certain frequencies together, they resonate and it just naturally like sounds good and works. Music is spiritual, man. I mean, people across the world, whether they are, you know, they believe in something, whether they're atheists, it doesn't matter. The closest thing to a, a spiritual experience that a lot of people get is music. Yeah. Because there's power in. I've heard in it. many people say that music is going to save the world. Like that's. That's their mm-hmm. salvation is music, whatever. And a lot of like is. thirty seconds to Mars. Yep. Yeah. And many uh, many other people, but Jared Leto's a big proponent. And a lot of, of spiritual traditions, like the universe is formed like out of a word or like out of a sound. Like yeah. it's always like everything goes back to like sound. That is true because multiple, uh, especially okay, let's just talk about Hebrew Yod. Yeah. Has you know this is this universal resonance, this sound that permeates the entire existence of our 
universe. And there's also Ulm. Ulm is pretty much the same thing. It's it's the same concept. Yeah. And then Thum and the then, Dragonborn. Okay, yeah, I guess technically <laughs> if you want to get into that, but uh also there are theories on how language or I should say written language originally started. And one universal letter, if if it's a uh phonetic language, the letter that psychics would create, they'd ask it like what sound, what shape goes with this sound? This is one of the theories that they go on how language is originally created. And oh, like the O, oh, which that is the Om and the Yod are so much always this round, circular object. But the argument could be made that that's because that's the shape your mouth makes. Exactly. It could. I mean, it, it absolutely could. Not to discredit you, I'm just, just saying. I, I was just saying what I read. I have no idea how yeah, it was. To kind of like backtrack just a touch, like even the Genesis story, like how, how do things come into existence from God? Spoken. He spoke them into existence. So, I mean, you have that whole sound issue. Mm-hmm. All Dude, I love that. I think that's really awesome. And even science is kind of getting into that uh, the string theory that everything has this vibrational wave about it, that everything resonates on its own, and without that, it wouldn't exist. My theory is God hit a really gnarly power chord. It was just like, whoa, look Dude, what I did. Yeah. Wow, yeah. with the whammy. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I created a universe. Dude, I just imagine like a deep, like guttural, like just like the big <laughs> power chord, but like drop D, just like like the beginning of Iron Man, like Well, the Silmarillion by uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, he talked about God bringing the whole universe, or I should say, Iluvatar bringing the universe into existence with music as well. True, but the whole. Uh, like theological basis of that is around music too, pretty much. It's really Clearly. good. Like that is the is a such a good explanation. Like it's a, it, everybody needs to read the Silmarillion. At least the the creation event is really really pretty, fun to read. Pretty rad. I liked it a lot. So getting back to aliens, um, do we? What's the consensus? Do we like? So if people are being contacted, is it malicious or is it first not off? Malicious? I would definitely get behind that. There's definitely something. Non-human. I'll get behind that. Okay, so whether it's aliens or whether it's a spiritual being, you're saying that something is out there. Yeah, I think there's too much evidence to suggest otherwise. The fact that there has been, through time and written history, there have been many, many, many accounts, massive whole towns seeing these UFOs in the sky. Everybody sees it, and there's also paintings of such things. Yeah, like that painting of Mary where there's like just the thing in the background. Like yeah, and there's other paintings that have multiple UFOs, and there's been written accounts of it. And today, they there's a they did a survey. They believe that two thirds of people in the entire world were like, no, I believe it was the United States. As I say, that's a big number, buddy. Yeah, I was like two thirds of the people in the United States uh, believe that they have seen or experienced aliens in some way. So whether it's mm-hmm. you know first, second, third, or fourth kind of encounter. Well, let's do a quick poll. It's a pretty. It kind of permeates our culture too, though. Like, yeah, for the past fifty years, like alien encounters have been a huge part of pop culture. Or yeah, yeah. And like, I don't, I don't want to discredit. Like, I'm not trying to discredit like necessarily alien encounters, and maybe pop culture is reflecting what people are experiencing. Yeah, because that's what they're looking for now. I don't know, 
Like, I don't, I don't know which one drives which, it's, but it could be. Yeah, it's like in ancient times, if you had an unexplained encounter with even just someone from another place. Like, it could even just be a person. But basically something you couldn't explain. You would attribute that to some kind of spiritual, like a demon or an angel. Or like the discovering of the Americas, like many of the people coming over in the ships with the right. white sails, they... The natives really spiritualized a lot of that. Right, and they believed, I think they believed Cortez was a god. That was weird, though. That was really weird. Yeah. Well, they they did have have their own religion talked about, uh, like a a lighter skinned individual that would come back again and he would be their salvation. And he was the one that, like, taught them how to build, like, all their structures and, like, helped them build their highways and, like, taught them how to do all these things and he could, like, call down fire from the sky, like, I don't know, like, that's a crazy story. And then he's like, I'm going to come back someday. And, like, the fact that he was white and, like, nobody else was, I don't know, dude. Ugh, See, that's but, so crazy. So I think you can you can think of this either way. Like, either the ancient, if you believe in aliens, right, like, all of those old spirituals or god encounters were actually just aliens. Or you can think of it the other way, where just anything unexplained in ancient days would be attributed to gods or spirits. But whereas now it would be attributed to aliens. Uh-huh. So, did that make sense? Yeah, no, that made sense. There was a the knocking sound in the background threw everybody off. <laughs> I thought we were being abducted by aliens. Oh, yeah, it's happening. And how easy would it be to convince people that you were a god if you had the ability to Have you seen Road to El Dorado? Real easy. Yeah. Well, if you were somebody, <laughs> about that. If you were somebody yeah, like movie. today and it's had good. just some type of technology you'd never seen before, like if you just had yeah. a lighter... In, in ancient times. I mean, somebody would probably have their mind blown by that. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, Especially someone, with all I, this other. I heard a podcast stuff. where they talked about how Velcro, like, would have just, like, blown people away back in the day. They would have thought you were a wizard. Really? Yeah, have you ever thought that even, the founding fathers, like, could not even comprehend the internet? Like, they, they're so far, just 200 years ago, they're so far behind technologically. They didn't even have electricity. Like, the whole idea of computers and the internet would just be magic. True. So how that's that's another part of the conspiracy theory is this J curve, this exponential growth of technology. <coughs> how come through all of existence, if humans, uh, evolutionary speaking, have been essentially the same in mental capacity, and yet just in the past hundred years have we advanced, or let's just from nineteen. Like 1910 to 1930, the advancements of humanity completely surpassed like almost all the other ones combined. <clears throat> In just that time frame. What yeah. about technology begets technology, yeah. though? Yeah, like, it's a it's a slippery slope. Literally. Once you know how to like, once you know how to like, once you've invented a generator and you, like you can get power to places, it's like okay, now what can we do with electricity? And it just opens up more things, and then those things open up their own things, and like it. It is exponential. Like, it's like, I don't even know what. I don't even know. It's exponential. Whatever. You just said, I mean, you said it right. Like, technology begets technology. Yeah. Pretty much, if one thing opens up the door for two other things, and then those two things open up two more things, that's the exponential factor right. behind it. So, real quick, can we go one, back to... 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, can we go back to the Aztecs for just one second? Um, I, this blew my mind the other day. I read that the Aztecs 
have existed, or like from the height of the Aztec civilization, like or the start to the height of their civilization, Oxford University had been around for 400 years. And that just blew my mind. Dude, Oxford is Say like a again. thousand years old. Yeah, no, it is. It's nearly a thousand years old. Oxford, okay, Ox, Oxford University has existed for at least 400 years before the Aztecs, like, were a people. Are we sure about that? Yeah. Oxford yeah. was founded in yeah, 1096. The, the well, uh, American cultures were significantly behind as far as development. Yeah. Just like the time frame, not saying they were. The Aztecs, like, the the farthest back we've been able to date Aztec stuff is like 1520-something. Oxford could potentially go back further because there's like, we officially know for sure that Oxford was there since, you know, about 1100 AD. But, you know, it wasn't just like, hey, you guys want to build a university? And then they built it and had a grand opening with a ribbon cutting. Yeah. It kind of developed over time, like this is kind of a center for education. This is a hub where people come to learn, and then eventually it just kind of became a thing. Hey, you guys want to make a university? Apparently, like, rip people off with lots of money. New Apparently for the year ten ninety six. New for the year ten sixty. We now have thirty four library books that you can come and read. <laughs> well, actually, that would have been a pretty massive library. Yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm joking, but that really would have been a huge. According huge to the deal. school, it's unknown the exact date that they were established but the date that they use as the start of teaching was 1096 and they attribute the school to at least 919 years old i just That's pretty wild i just learned this yeah. this week aliens uh, did it Probably. a few days ago i was learning about the how harvard was came about and then yale and princeton and i was talking about this with my brother like they they all all three of those schools started at seminaries yeah that's what the, i i didn't know that he's like yeah chase that's how most all universities started. They were seminaries at first, and then they evolved into secular colleges. That's and such I was an like, Andrew way to answer you, too. Yeah, Chase. Well, <laughs> sometimes I love that's, your the, that's the correct way to say it. I had no idea. Like that, who knew? Like apparently, the the guy I was listening to was talking about uh, Harvard and how its original curriculum or its original handbook, the front page, was about. Uh, Christianity and learning more about Christ, and that was the entire goal of the university was to learn about, uh, you know, their what? What is it? Veritas? Is that their truth? I don't know. Right. That's yeah. Veritas is truth. That's their well. That's their motto. But originally, it was a lot longer. It was like Christ and all of his truth included something like that. Like it it included Christ in it. But then eventually. People begin to be like, oh, Harvard is getting really secular. Let's make our own university. And that's how Yale was founded. And so, <laughs> and then after Yale became too secular, that's how they created Princeton. And then Princeton, you know, all, all these Ivy League schools are now very secular and no longer uh, seminaries. That's interesting. And that relates to aliens in no way whatsoever. That nah, doesn't matter. Unless Jesus was an alien. And he was the one who visited the Mayans. Let's not go there. Let's not do that game. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go there. Let's not play that game. Go on. Because Jesus was actually blonde-haired, blue-eyed Nordic from the Pleiades. He was a Nordic blonde. <laughs> he was Thor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest conversation. Uh, well, he would have had a hammer he's... because he was a he was a freaking he was a freaking carpenter. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't Dude, a good translation. Everyone made fun of Jesus because his hammer was so huge, and like no one else could lift it though. So they were like, "What the heck's going on here?" So but you he had can't like carry he had his, this burden. He's like, I can't lift it either until I put on my work gloves. <laughs> it's like, 
Because safety first. Yep. No, because like <laughs> Thor, didn't Thor have like actual Thor? Didn't he have like gloves that he had to put on before he could lift me on her? I don't think so, man. I don't think Pretty so. Pretty sure he did. Okay. <laughs> they man, like listeners, I wish you could see Nathan's, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to say yes face. Yeah. It's yeah. a good face. I wish you could see it, guys. I'm rolling with it. Roll with it. I'm rolling so, with it. So, Hollow Earth is a crazy theory. Let's talk about that for a minute. Well, you gotta. You the gotta Earth is crazy hollow, even if Hollow Earth isn't true. Because like the lizard people are living underneath the Earth. <laughs> go on, Nathan, I, well, go on. Yeah, they need room down there to fly their ships around. Why is it crazy, Nathan? Okay, I didn't say it was crazy. I said it was hollow. Even if hollow Earth isn't you true. said the Earth is crazy hollow. Oh yeah, it's crazy hollow. That's my new word for. It actually, it's not so hollow. Anyway, all it's I'm hollow. getting at is they. I read the other day that like this person was saying that there's almost as much water underneath the Earth. Like, I don't know what's going on. Me. I'm not a geologist, but apparently there are reactions that happen under the earth where like oxygen and hydrogen react and create water. And there's massive amounts of water like beneath the earth, uh, almost as much as there is in the They oceans, estimate they that there's more water beneath the surface than there is in all the oceans and freshwater combined. Boom. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is a lot Boom. of water. So yeah. like, if the oceans dry up, no big deal. We just gotta figure out how to get that water out of the earth. But they believe it's at least a hundred miles beneath the surface, which Ooh, we've only dug like eight. Like eight. I was thinking five, but it could be no. It's eight. We, remember we looked it up that one day. Nope. Okay. You don't remember that? <laughs> I'll take your word for it. And we heard screaming, so we came back. <laughs> Come up. Don't go any deeper. <laughs> um, so crab listeners, people. crab people. What's the uh, like? The diameter of the Earth, or like, how far would it be to the center? About the radius. I'm just trying. Yeah, the radius. Hang on, looking it up. So if we're about twenty five thousand miles around, you divide that by three. So let's say let's just approximate at seven to eight thousand miles to the center. Okay. So honestly, even a hundred miles down is wait, 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 barely sorry. scratching the surface. And cut that in half. So let's say four thousand miles to the center. How thick is just the crust? The radius of the Earth is three thousand nine hundred and fifty nine miles. Dude, my estimates were. Your second one was pretty good. Yeah, because I did the diameter divided by three. Oh, gotcha. So then they cut that in half. So distance to the center would be... How thick is the crust? You just said that by the radius. Yeah, you said the radius was 3,000. Oh, yeah, I guess I did, didn't I? Yeah. (laughs) Josh and math is funny. Even at that... Josh and antibiotics that make him loopy are funny. Antibiotics? 100 miles is barely... I guess it's not the antibiotics. (laughs) It's the cough medicine that they have me on. (laughs) <laughs> Dog, I'm so high on these antibiotics. <laughs> Speaking of that... That's why the kids sell them on the streets. My reality bacteria are all dead. <laughs> I had a friend in junior high who was dared to snort a pill, and it was an antibiotic. And so he snorted it, and his eye that of that same nostril was bloodshot for, like, two days. Just like... Bam! I definitely snorted something in this nostril. Like, in the other, it was just plain as a day. I feel like if they knew why that, like, caused that, we would know more about the human body than we do now. Like, what? (laughs) No. There was, like, a scientific discovery there waiting to happen. He had no sinus infections for years. For real? No, I have no idea. I was like, like, that's an interesting thought. Oh, gosh. Everything. Oh, this is so dumb. What are we talking about? Hollow Earth Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, listeners. Water. Everywhere. Freaking water. For those of you listeners who don't know, hollow earth theory is a theory that the earth is only like, what, 100 miles thick or something like that? And then there's the inside is hollow with like, um, basically the core of the earth acts as a sun. Um, there's a micro star. Yeah, it's like a micro star in the middle of the earth that 
provides light and there's this whole other race of people and animals and plants and stuff inside the earth that experience a 24 hour day. So the people are all taller and the plants are all huge and there are dinosaurs and silly things like that. Sounds pretty rad. They believe that Iceland, even though that was in the book Journey to the Center of the Earth, like the still predominant theory is there is a, uh, like some type of dike or hole that goes straight through to the center of the earth. In Iceland? Iceland. That's where the giants, that's where the giants came from. Wait a minute, who thinks that? The, the hollow earth theorists. Okay. I thought you meant they. Like, if you don't know who they are, then we don't need to be talking about this. The proverbial yeah. they. You said they, and I was like, "Oh, so so this is conspiracy like, week. Everybody needs to watch Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson because it oh, has nothing to do with good. aliens, but it's so good. That part. With, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. It is good though. You should watch <laughs> that it. part with the conspiracy theory. So yeah. good. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it is good. Mel Gibson plays a very convincing crazy. Who Almost too, <laughs> Almost too convincing. Is Ed Harris in that? Is he the bad guy? I think so. Is he? I, I, I think, think he's so. like the government operative. Ed Harris kills any role he's, he's in. He's a bad guy in The awesome. Rock, which is he also is a good so movie awesome. that everybody should see. Yeah, He's the villain in that new Liam Neeson movie that I'm not going to see. Yeah. Run All Night or whatever yeah. it's called. Dude, why is what are you doing, Liam Neeson? He if said he's Liam only going to do... If you're listening, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Come on the podcast and talk it out with us. Yeah, man. What, what are you doing, bro? Come on, Liam Neeson. We're here for you. <laughs> We're here to set you back on the right path. We support yes. you, Jean Valjean. We do. We have theories about this universe that are Jean conspiracies. Valjean. Yeah, did he play Jean Valjean in uh, Les Mis? Oh, the old one. Okay. Yeah, no, not the new one. Yeah. No, that was Wolverine. That was Wolverine. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, he the went old from one was Rob really Roy good, to the Taken guy. Say what? He went from Rob Roy to like, being the Taken guy. Taken was great. But he made Taken hell of a lot of money off of that. Honestly, yeah, I mean, honestly, he's probably made the amount of money that he made in his whole entire career yeah. in the last, like, th- what, four or five years since Taken? Yeah, probably just through the Taken franchise. Yeah. Taken, more like abducted. Speaking of... What? Oh, I, I had my own. Can I do mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said something about he's making so much money on that, and I was just going to say, speaking of money, I will believe almost any conspiracy theory that has to do with money. That was going to be my segue. Oh. Segway! Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> we need to have, like, a radio style, like, Segway. No. Thing. Yes. You want to be sponsored by Segway? Idea. Like, this, today's Segway moment is brought to you by Segway. Segway. Right one. Be a nerd. <laughs> Go around town and annoy all the locals. Dude, okay, there's so many things that, like, if you saw it, we're living in a really weird transitionary period right now in the human race, I feel like, because, like, there are all these things, like, if you saw it in a science fiction movie, it would be awesome, but when you see someone doing it in real life, you're just like, what a douche. Segways, Google, Google Glass. Google Glass. I saw this guy at an airport, and he was riding around on this thing that was basically like a unicycle. It was just a wheel. Or a UFO. And it had two foot things... Off to the side, and you just stood on it, and like gyroscopically, it held itself up, and you just leaned around to drive around on it. So it's like a Segway, but with one wheel, and you don't need the handlebars. That sounds pretty awesome. And he's riding around on the airport, and like if you saw that in a science fiction movie, like if you were like watching like a 90s sci fi flick, and somebody was riding around on those, you'd be like, oh, what? I can't wait until like everybody has those, and they're cheap enough to like afford or whatever. But then you see it in real life, and you're like, what an idiot but then there's the alternative of that coin where there's stuff like 3d printers and those things are awesome and we yeah don't, we don't think anything about those like that's like, isn't that weird yeah. what is it about that there's a know. level of pretentiousness that has to do with it i think like the guy that's just riding around on his weird weird little wheelie thing 
Yeah. Like Joe Bluth. And probably Joe, uh, 20 Bluth. years from now, I'll go back and like listen to this podcast. I probably won't. But 20 years from now, <laughs> if I go back and listen Never to this podcast, <laughs> I will probably be like, man, what an idiot I was. The freaking gyro wheel is awesome. I use it all the time. <laughs> As you le- like, it's just a big wheel that you <laughs> lean on and like it takes you everywhere. I'm not going to lie. Like the way you described it, it sounds really awesome Dude, to me. No, <laughs> it's, it's like a cool piece of like engineering. Like it's a cool piece of technology and I get it. It's more convenient than walking, I guess. But just seeing it, you have to see it, I guess. And Back maybe it was the guy riding it. Maybe he had like a like a douchey air about him, and so like it. I... So we're talking about transportation. We might as well go into how Sorry. do people think that you no, don't apologize? No, that was just don't like apologize because Chase interrupted you. I didn't. That's not why I apologized. Oh, what did you apologize for? Don't that let just him brought corrupt atten- you. He naked. just brought attention to what I was doing. What gotcha. I was doing is ranting was, about something that doesn't freaking matter. He was transitioning into transportation, crazy transportation. These gyroscopes. How in the world? Do we suppose that these UFO spaceships or flying saucers or we can talk talk about the different types. There's also the cigar shapes, which are believed to be the, the scouts of these certain alien races. I like the theory that they have mastered gravitons and that the ships are always falling in one direction or another. Well, you have to explain to them what gravitons are, are black masons. Are black masons. That's your black nickname, listeners. Um, so, uh, gravitons are the theoretical, like, particle of gravity. Um, essentially. They're like photons. Yeah, like photons, but with gravity. So, I like the theory that these alien spaceships can basically choose which direction is down. So, if they want to go really fast to one side, they just manipulate gravity directly around the ship to where to the left is down, and so they just fall to the left instead it's of falling essentially, downward. It's essentially like a front-wheel drive car instead of a rear-wheel rear, rear drive. Except with no wheels and gravity. the wheels in the back push you along while the front-wheel drive is going to pull you. So essentially they're warping gravity in whatever direction they want to go. So they're being tugged along always. Yeah, you're being pulled. In, uh, the- Which is why it's really hard for them to stay still because they, they, they can move and travel efficiently but standing still is difficult which is why they always seem to be kind of shaking yeah. a little bit because they're, they're having to f- purposefully balance out their gravitations like back and forth up and down so and how the, do you how do you manage speed with these i guess well i, I, guess I don't, we just don't know enough no exactly you, no, but that's also that's why super they think simple because you're, they're also time traveling at the same time simple. since they're warping gravity i mean we're talking about fake things anyway so <laughs> yeah yeah no what? just think about what the, okay fake so Easy. if you can if Easy. you can master gravity just the more gravity you put in front of the ship like the faster the stronger you get. the pull yeah i guess i see that to a certain point until you collapse the air around you and create a black hole Collapsing air creates black holes? No, cr- collapsing gravity, like too much gravity in one spot. Oh. Is the current theory. Yeah. Yeah. The so collapsing theory. space. Basically, yeah. Not air. Because, I mean, I mean. You're, you're essentially creating a wormhole, is what he's trying to say. Okay. But, I mean, think about that, though. If you had, you know, say you just put, you have a car going north, and you are using this new magic gravity technology, and you put just one, like, earth gravity, <laughs> whatever our gravity is, in front of it, and then you add on like Jupiter's. You're gonna go faster just by adding more to it because it's got that uh, acceleration yeah, that force behind pull. you. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, because Jupiter is you, yeah in front of you. Jupiter's I mean huge. It's way bigger than Earth, but we know that that's safe. I mean, 
safe to do because it's not a black hole. Because <laughs> it <laughs> it's exists. not going to collapse our world as we know. It. Yeah, exactly. And they would if if these aliens are using that kind of technology, they would know the limits. Possibly. Anyway, that's my theory as to why they uh how they fly and whatnot. Also, uh, on the on the topic of uh, transportation, now I now I completely lost what's going to go. But I think our listeners would really rant in our comment section if we get one of those. We have one on our <laughs> on our YouTube channel. We do. Oh, dude, did you open up our YouTube channel? Yeah, but we're only on episode two because it takes nine hours to upload a video. Good what? lord! Yeah, but listeners, I want to let you know uh, that this is uh, episode eight, which is our first full week. Where we are actually going to be posting almost in real time. We're going to be one week behind, so we're gonna. No, we're we're on it, dude. If I can get it, if I get it edited this week, like we're pretty much. Oh, you're gonna like try and get it up this weekend? I'm gonna try to, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't well, know if it's gonna happen. We're just gonna be a few days behind. Before Sweet. we had, uh, we had been kind of pulling up, so you guys had a few things to listen to and get to know us. Better. Well, yeah, because we posted our back catalog of six episodes. Then last week we posted episode seven right after I opened up the back catalog. Yeah, yeah. And then so this will be episode eight. We're going to try and do every eighth episode to be a crazy conspiracy episode. I don't know if it'll work out that way. We but work on fun. an octal system here. Octal system. <laughs> we believe in the law of octagon. All hail Joe, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes. J-Row. <laughs> uh, J-Row, whatever. J- I'm not, I'm not right. calling him J-Row. I'm just not going to do it. You're Why? Gonna, it's Josh? never going to happen. You're not It'll happen. Listen. You just have to believe in it. <laughs> you just have to believe in it. Just accept Joe Rogan anyway, in your heart. What I was going to say is that our, our listeners are going to <laughs> do to a brick if we don't talk about that the United States recently disclosed that Area 51 does exist. Everybody knew it existed. When did that happen? Yeah, I totally missed that. Like in 2014, 13, something. Yeah, like it was just like it was like last year. It was the beginning of last year. I can't. I don't remember yeah. if it was the end of 2013 Wait. or the beginning of 2014. So they never even recognized like the existence of no. it. No, it was always no. denied. Never. Like, oh yeah, I guess technically that does exist. So okay, so what did we learn? So we learned that, that the exists. government has been ki- keeping secrets that are not actually secrets. Shocker. For a long time. So so just think about. Something as obvious as Area 51 exists, and they're just now acknowledging it. We all knew what because else? we all went to CC's Pizza. What, dude? CC's Pizza. Oh, that video had Area game. 51. Yeah. Oh, that game was. <laughs> awesome. Did you guys? Did you guys do the thing at, at first where you didn't shoot any aliens, but you killed like the first three allies, and then you go into this negative mode and you get like ten times the points? What? No. What? Ooh, We're, you guys missed out. My childhood is ruined now. Yep. Thanks. I'm better than you. We're gonna have to dude, do I just rate. remember We're feeling like God. An Area 51 arcade somewhere. Yeah, in dude. The one on <sighs> Xbox 360 was a really good story. Area 51. I remember that. That was good. Very good story. It wasn't the best of gameplay. It was like beneath Doom, <laughs> d- beneath Doom 3, but it was just as good as a story. Ah, it's so fun. I miss that. Dude, I just remember feeling like God when you got the shotgun and you got the fully extended because you could, like get the clip extension, so you yeah. like get to carry more rounds. Like shotgun, fully extended out. Yo, oh my God, that's when you do is freaking awesome. And you could do the little thing with your finger where you just like like you just like stick like hold it in one hand and use your other finger to hold it. You're just like like fully automatic shotgun, baby. That game was sweet. Area fifty one. Go ahead and finish your statement, Sorry. Chase. And there's been a few no, that people was that have come out of Area 51 as well that have uh, stated that they did visually see, personally, uh, spacecrafts 
And also, awesome. they, they talk about that they've seen aliens. And the scary thing is, uh, what happens, like, was it like 50 levels below Area 51? Which is where all the greys are at. What? How have I not heard about this? Because I don't, I have no idea. Because like, it's probably not real. Bullcrap. <laughs> so what did we, what did we officially hear about Area 51? Just it that exists. It exists. That's it. Yeah, I think that it exists and that it was used during, uh, World War II and the Cold War to test spy crafts. Yeah, experimental okay. vehicles. That was its primary function, which is why it was classified. <sighs> I can't talk. Well, also, uh, nuclear testing. Yeah, that too. That's a big part of it. But, so these people say that, and the, what I want to talk about is, first off, the species. Like, I think the most talked about and most obvious species are the greys. And they believe that they're the, uh, the worker greys and then the tall greys, which are es- essentially the, uh. So it's like Invader Zim. I have no idea. But it's okay. like the upper class or the tall people. <laughs> yeah. On Invader Zim, the tall, the tall were like the leaders. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, the oh, tallest. Really? They were called yeah. the tallest. That was their yeah, title. Yeah, the tallest. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. And it was the two guys from Kids in the <laughs> Everybody Hall. Everybody should watch Invader Zim if you haven't. It's amazing. It was the two guys from Kids in the Hall that did their voices. Dude, it was you should, written by you aliens. should watch Invader Zim. Okay. You're oh, like was, into aliens and stuff. It was stuff, so it's good. It's so funny. It's so cheesy. I love it. And then there's, there's the uh, worker greys that are, you know, probably like five to, or four to six feet tall. And the others are like, you know, approximately seven foot tall. And they believe that they kind of made the working class, that these tall greys made the working class to uh, pretty much do what they wanted. But that uh, most of the greys that we encounter are the short greys, which these short grayish green creatures that are constantly, you know, taking samples from humans, abducting humans, um, you know, mutilating cows. And what such. if they're just creeps, man? Does anybody ever they're 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 bunch of Smeagles? No, like kind of what he said, like teenagers, like they're just pervy teens. I'm gonna borrow dad's car and go to Earth. (laughs) They're these hairless individuals (laughs) that haven't got the puberty yet. They're so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But they believe that. Uh, Oh my god! At the bottom of Area 51, (laughs) like it's essentially run by these Greys, and that we are trading technology for. Or, I'm sorry, they're trading technology for the allowance of the abductions of humans like a certain and as amount many, of, as like many person, animals as possible. A certain like, amount of people a year. Right. Yeah. All these Humans as cases. commodities. Like, you can take this many people if you give us this much technology. But you have to bring them back. Like, that's part of the deal, too, I heard. Mm, that's no. not what I heard. That's not, I heard that was part of the deal. Oh. Well, that's the deal has, I have altered the deal. <laughs> I have altered the <laughs> But <laughs> there was a guy who... What's that from? Star, Star Wars, Wars, dog. Come on, man. Oh, that is Star Wars. God. I, can't the, think of, I was thinking Bane for some reason. One of the guys who was in Area 51 that I'm uh, referencing said that he was going down one of these uh, tunnels, uh, going down one of these shafts, or, I'm sorry, everybody who's actually a true conspiracy theorist is going to murder me about this, because I can't remember. He was drilling underground tunnels, and he came across... Another already pre-drilled underground tunnel that wasn't supposed to happen. I heard about this, and then he started overhearing things that they were going to do, right? Uh, uh, essentially, yeah. what happened, he had his uh, thumb, index finger, and middle finger blown off by uh, some alien weapon that he, he essentially encountered. And he was being escorted by Navy SEALs in this certain location. 
And it was, it was kind of like, you're not supposed to be here. And so everybody kind of freaked out and panicked, including the aliens. And so the alien shot, but also a, uh, a Navy SEAL like pushed him back into the, the shaft elevator. And so he went up and saved his life, but that dude died because there was gunfire and crap going on and he attests to it. And maybe, maybe not. He didn't have his fingers, but in the show and what I watched, he definitely didn't have those fingers. How he lost them, I don't know. Dude, if you were I mean, digging if- underground and you had like your own tunnel going and then you happened upon this like perfectly Well, he was carved- contracted by the government. But he said, yeah, it was this perfectly carved, like, way better than theirs were. They were using, like, human equipment. He's like, this, this was perfect and impossibly smooth. This isn't regular tunneling. This is advanced tunneling. <laughs> this isn't traditional tunneling. <laughs> this is a traditional tunneling. This is a traditional tunneling. fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I had somewhere to go with this. I don't remember. Anyways, he said that, like, everybody who seems to encounter these grays talk about this smell of ammonia and bile and filth. And that's part of the theory of why they have to trap uh, human DNA because their bodies are decomposing. The leading theory is essentially, yeah, they've come to a dead end. Whether it's um, they can't reproduce, or the fact that they're just decaying rapidly somehow, and they have this disease, we're not really sure. But they they believe that human DNA is the answer, and also you know partially. You know, animal DNA. That, that so they're gonna like interbreed with humans until they get the immunity to like necessary to keep their bodies from decomposing. Nah, man, they just take them to space Egypt and they took over our bodies. Somehow, and then you get Stargate. They have lost the ability to have an Nobody. anus or a urethra. Yeah, and they excrete their waste through their skin. Well, maybe they never had that. <laughs> don't judge. You don't know. Or yeah, maybe maybe they never had that. <laughs> That's I don't. I don't so know. are these. That okay. That's where you lost. Is this more closely <laughs> tied to like aliens from outer space or the Hollow Earth stuff? It could be either. It could be either. Well, some the, people time. Okay, together. they they talk about the reptilians live under the Earth, and also like elsewhere in, in outer space, like in Doctor Who. While the Greys live in the Moon, and they say they have footage of crafts going in and out from the dark side of the Moon, so you kind of see a craft. Going towards the, the back side of the moon and then just disappears and you don't see it. Silly. What about the one that was hiding behind that comet? <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Oh, I have no idea. Wasn't that the cult Heaven's, thing? Heaven's Gate, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what about, there was what a UFO about hiding Black behind the Knight? Comet. Are you guys familiar with Black Knight? Yeah, Night? I'm familiar with Black Knight. It's a satellite that's been like traced back to the 1500s where we have like recorded accounts of it. It's like this cigar shaped thing that's been circling the earth for as long as we can really know but it has been explained away as just space junk like oh it's just something out there but essentially and even the first radio hams constantly talk about picking up signals uh i wish i could remember the wavelengths but they they always kept picking up this signal and i'm not talking about the the signal of the universe like this uh, x-ray background that it is like they they would pick up some type of repeating signal. They they're not sure exactly what it was. Yeah, there's just I feel like there's too many coincidences. Like, well, how do you explain this? How do you explain this? And they all kind of point to, uh, I guess, an extraterrestrial being. I'll say that for lack of a better word. It's not 
something humanoid native to this world. See, I go more the theory of spiritualism. Like, I really don't think it's aliens. I think it's, you know, something else, something of a spiritual nature that is being, it wants us, if, if it's malicious, it wants us to think it's aliens because that's an easier truth for us to swallow. Well, I actually agree with that. That's what I think it is. Makes us more pliable. I believe that it plays upon our own superstitions. Well, yeah, I mean, think about this. So, if it is a pan-dimensional spiritual being, if creatures came out suddenly and like, hey, we're these spirit creatures from another dimension, we're automatically going to go demons and try and kill them because we have centuries. Spirit guides. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, we have centuries and centuries and centuries of being it ingrained in us that the spiritual world is typically malicious with the exception of like angels and like God's side of it. But for the most part, that medieval England, you had the Fae and they were always considered like tricksters and like they would do things. Every culture in the world has some sort of spiritual thing that is malicious, whether it's Bigfoot or whether it's elves, it doesn't matter. Everybody has one. So if these things, fairies, elves, leprechauns, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, if these, a djinn, genies, if these spiritual beings came out and they were like, Hey, we're from another dimension, we're spirits. We would automatically, think whoa evil but they go hey we're scientific beings from another planet we're here to help you that's a lot easier of a pill to swallow and humanity is going to be a lot more inclined to do that so what if it's just a great trick? there was a time where it would have been better if they just said they were angels yes this is because, true because like that followed the like religious ideal of the time but like now the religion is science so like we say we're scientific beings i feel like if they came in like the 1300s they'd be like we're angels and people would have been like oh yeah that dude that's sense. really interesting that you say that so they're pretty much playing at something that we understand and accept. So yeah. if yep. if we believed in angels, like, yeah, there was a time where they were like, yeah, dude, I, I encountered this person and they talked to me. Like, throughout history, you can always talk about somebody who's meeting an extraterrestrial. I'll just call it an ET, something spiritual or alien. And so now that our society is like, well, I don't know about all this spirit stuff, but absolutely with uh, aliens and the evolution on other planets, we mm-hmm. definitely believe in that. So they're just kind of playing at that, which is interesting because I'm with you, Josh. I believe that these are the same entities over this time frame. And there are yeah. uh, several research- researchers. One of them is Dave Hunt. Another one is Jacques Valez. And uh, there's a few others. Very interesting people. They They researched aliens and they came across the fact that, well, these ancient alien abduction stories – very much mirror ancient succubus stories and demonic possession stories. Yeah, well, I mean, they all follow the same thing. Innocent people are typically lured into some sort of uh, diabolical situation and then taken advantage of by a being that is more powerful than themselves. It's kind of crazy. Like like the, the, de- the succubus and the incubus is this, like, you know, creature that is kind of beautiful at first and they're kind of lured in. And then there's this weird, strange sexual encounter with them as well. Uh, and they didn't have this idea of this ether universe living in the stars and other planets out there. Cause the they other really day, only believe on. that there was this real planet. quick. I was talking with Denton and he said, we should make a drinking game where every time you say ether, people do a shot <laughs> because you've said ether <laughs> in about every podcast. You have to do a drink. And I said, ether. I said, Oh wow. Kill them. Chase. <laughs> I said, anytime chase quotes a stat number percentage or says ether, I didn't say, yeah, that's oh a good... Oh my god, are you trying to kill your <laughs> listeners? Okay, yeah. Uh, keep saying it. Sorry for putting out statistics. Just saying Josh it. Josh will just bleep it later. That's your wheelhouse. Just keep saying it. 
Josh doesn't understand numbers anyways. I don't. I once remember this guy who had like this number about this. There was this thing and he had this like number. It doesn't matter. It's like seven. There was like a solid percentage of people who did this. It was like 36% of people are 26% more likely to not do that. That's practically everyone. (laughs) It's a true story. That's how it happened. (laughs) You heard it here first. Dude, speaking of that kind of stuff, have you guys seen Frailty? Yes. I think so. It's a, no, no. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's essentially Bill Paxton is, uh, is that the one with the ham radios? No. Uh, no. Oh no. You're thinking of, what is that? Deja vu? No, that was with phenomenon. No. Um, I just remember what's his face. You're thinking of the one with Jesus in it. I can't remember his name in real life. Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel and, uh, Jim Caviezel and Dennis Quaid. Yeah, that oh, was definitely in it. Frequency, frequency, frequency. Yeah. No, yeah, fra- that movie that, was awesome. That is a good movie. Um, yeah, Frailty really is about Bill Paxton meets an angel that looks like Zach Galifianakis. That has nothing to do with the story. He just looks like him. Um, it's not Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> no, it's not. He just looks like him. Um, but the angel tells him that he's going to reveal demons to him, and then he wants him to kill them. Uh, and so he goes around, and he's just killing random people. Right. Yeah, because he's saying they're demons, yeah. and he's t- his two sons are helping him. Yeah, I have seen. Isn't it like who is it? Matthew McConaughey is the son. Okay, I there's, was thinking. Mac- I, I was about to say McConaughey. Casey Affleck is the other son. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's Casey Affleck and Matthew McConaughey, if I remember right. Who's the Who's the dad? Bill Paxton. He also directed it. Funny enough, okay. it's a really good movie. I'm not gonna spoil it. Actually, you know what? I am gonna spoil it. It's been out for like 15 years. Yeah. But essentially, like it goes through this thing where you find out like all these crazy twists and turns about people that he's been murdering. And then at the end, you're like, maybe he was right and they were demons because you find out they were kind of protected the whole time. It's one of those endings that it's up to you. Well, it's an ambiguous ending is what it is. Yeah. But it's it's a really good movie. Um, I highly recommend it uh, just because it reminded me of this conversation. The thing about – so I feel like there's more evidence for Grey is like there's more of these personal encounters and eyewitnesses that talk about them a lot. And then there's the people who's like, reptilians, they're shapeshifters, and you can't tell who they are until they – accidentally uh, relax their... Let that disguise slip. Yeah, like they either like blink uh, a different set of eyes, like in Men in Black, they have these yeah. uh, reptilian slit eyes. Or like Al Gore. Or well, no, that's actually a huge thing, is that a lot of people believe that he is a reptilian. Me and Chase just, w- just watched the YouTube video. Like, I hadn't seen it before, but I'd heard about it. And we Was it the video where he... Really his, he blinked uh, his reptile eyes? Yes, but yeah, every time you see these blinked reptile eyes for everything, it's this really crappy... Looking pixelated. Yeah. It's also, I mean, it's really easy to explain too. So when you're editing film, you have two types that you can do. You have standard where it just, it shows frame by frame everything that happens, every single frame. Okay. And then you have, I can't remember what the other, what it's called, but essentially what it does is it makes little clones of an image. Uh, um, yeah, and they're right, placeholders right. because it's a lot easier to upload that frame rate. And so, the problem is when you have two, three, four clone frames in a row, the image starts to degrade. Have you guys ever seen broken GIFs where like the GIF will be like moving around looking like as a person, like say they're doing something and then they like just stretch really far? Nope. You've never seen <laughs> sure a bro- haven't. You've never seen a broken GIF, like a GIF that just gets all weird for no reason or a video where it like just Okay, have you ever been watching like satellite TV and like the person's image breaks up and like their it just stretches really weird? I don't think Never? So. Really? I'm thinking of like pixelated. Yeah, like it gets all pixelated though. and creepy weird. No wonder okay. I believed that Al Gore was a reptilian. So anyway, the thing is when you see Al Gore uh, in that video like blink, it's because the frame rate was duplicated so many times that he blinks at one point um, and then in another one it masked over it. So it looks like eyes are open while another eye blinks. 
Or, um, but the thing is, it's not a high. horizontal slit. It's a vertical slit. It's, I still say it's just a broken frame rate. I don't know. I, I, I still sideways. say it's really difficult to prove with a terrible quality yeah. of such things. Yeah, I think it... Like so, I saw the video, it looked kind of silly. I'm if Al Gore's a reptilian, why wasn't he president? Because he's not. Because they don't exist. Shh, quiet, Josh. I don't know. Sorry. It's don't know. Well, if you want my theory... And it has nothing to do with aliens, but I I don't believe there is a Democrat Republican Party. I think that there essentially it's is one world order, one group of elites who essentially, uh, at the very top, there's a group of elites who gets to decide the world leaders. Okay, here's an example of a broken GIF. I want to hear more about that in a minute. That's awesome. That is really cool. It's a cool yeah. effect. So, well, it's not an effect. All they do is they just stack the same frame over and over again and let it play out, and it warps. Which is the effect. Yeah. Dude, oh, okay, so it is an effect. It, it kind of, have you guys ever watched a camera that watches itself on TV? Yeah, an infinite loop. Uh, Isn't it so feedback loop. awesome? Yeah, it is cool. Or, like, hold a mirror up to another mirror. And it then wonder the what's down at the end of that tunnel. It does the same thing. What's waiting for us? Have you guys... Speaking of, we we're kind of on this verge of aliens no. versus spiritual That entities. freaks me out just thinking about it. Because it's like an abyss that you're gazing into. Yeah. I don't like gazing into abysses. <laughs> Dude, I went snorkeling in Hawaii. All right, this is like off, whatever. I went Doesn't snorkeling matter. Podcast, in Hawaii. Talk. I remember going down so far into the water. <laughs> I wasn't so far into the water. I can't hold my breath that long. But I was <laughs> down like underneath down. the water. <laughs> Literally, I probably was. <laughs> Uh, and just like looking out, look, looking down didn't bother me. Like looking back up, it didn't bother me. But like looking out into that freaking blackness, yeah. Oh, it just like ate me up. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't face that. Like, when we were good, ugh, dude. When we were diving in Grand Cayman, we uh, this guy was like, "I'm gonna take you guys to the shelf of the reef, and it drops nine thousand feet." He's like, and then we're gonna turn around and come back. It was a shore dive. Um, we went out to about sixty-five feet, and then came back out to like break the shore um and so my ears stopped equalizing at about 45 feet and so the dive guide signals for me to just stay at 45 feet and then the rest of them are going to go down to 65 and go to the edge and then come back and so he takes mary and the other guy or two people in our dive group down there and i'm above them and i'm so high above them like that's just 20 something feet but that doesn't when you're underwater and you're by yourself they looked so small, so far below Dude. me. And I could see, because I was so high up, I could see the edge of the reef because I was substantially higher than them. And so to them, they were like maybe 40 feet away from it. But, you know, being up at a higher vantage point, I felt like I was hanging right over the edge. And I'm like just looking down into darkness. Like we've all been on the ribs of our houses, I'm sure. Yeah. And like when you're on the roof of your house, you're like, this is so much higher than I realized it was. Like from the ground, it doesn't look high at all. But like looking down to everything. Mm-hmm. It's com- it is completely different. Well, it's like when we go, we'll go to Lake Ten Killer a lot of times, and we'll cliff jump, and we'll get up there, and we're like, we'll be, we'll see the cliffs, and we're driving by, and we're like, I can do that, I can do that, and you get up there. And you're I like, never say that I can do that. I don't. I, don't I do. do that. And then I do it because I told myself I had to. And then I do it because everybody else does it, and I have to prove my worth. chase ain't going to be showed up. Yep. And then you just go climbing in the rocks with Zelda. Yep. That's, Zelda's my dog. We go rock climbing. She's a spaz and a lover. The best thing I ever saw when we went rock climbing or rock diving, sorry, was when Noah Pipkin jumped off the 80 foot rock and like spread his legs and then just got a water enema. Nope. Nope. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that was so awful because that was the same time that I got my water enema. (laughs) Yeah. That was the second funniest thing. But you're like, you know, you try and go straight down, like stiff legged, vertical, but I had my legs bent at like a, 
twenty degree angle. And you know that may be what happened with him too. I don't remember if he actually spread his legs. So Poseidon made sweet love to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't sweet. It was right. Poseidon was angry that day. <laughs> we did not make the proper offerings to the gods before we set out on this venture. Sure didn't, because for some reason, Cody, our other friend, decided he, he's an ex-lifeguard, so he thought it'd be awesome. Cody was a lifeguard? Was he? I don't yeah. Know. I didn't was, know that. Anyways, it's not that difficult. It's well, no, of- I mean, I was one, so I mean, it can't be that difficult. <laughs> so he, like, threw your little uh, lifeguard swimming buddy. What is that long... It's called a life preserver? The life preserver. It's not one of the round ones. It was just the long red ones. Yeah, it's just a standard like yeah. lifeguard. Like threw it at me and like <laughs> tied it to my ankle. And like he was like dragging me back to the boat while I'm like, so I'm like, oh, God. oh my God. I'm fine. I can swim. My butt hurts really bad. I couldn't <laughs> swim. Like I was just in the water floating, like just like. Can't move! That was a stinger. It well, stunned me. Cody went to grab him too because there were other people up there still jumping, and Chase was just kind of like, uh, <laughs> just laying under these people jumping. Dude, I have never been hit as hard as that water hit me right in the butthole. Cleaned your intestines out, though. No, Clean no, it was out. just a, uh, <laughs> it just punched it. Didn't Nobody penetrate. pounds like Mrs. Poseidon. Oh Come my on. gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, but anyway, how do we get on this subject? I, I said don't know. Chase right said something though that I kind of wanted to hear. Staring into the abyss, man. There's that cosmic there. void. So do you think if we like yeah. went far enough out into the universe... Segue. Um, oh, speaking of that, I read a thing today. Um, <laughs> forget what I was going to say. This is way cooler. There's a theory that... Theory? A theory! I have a sore throat. Leave me alone. Right. My voice is really weird today. So His there's a theory. voice bacteria are all dead. <laughs> I got antibodies. Um, there's a theory that if you went far enough out in a straight line in space, that basically the universe is a giant sphere. So if you went far enough, you would just go along and we're on the edge. Like it's, it's a sphere as in like the earth is a sphere. We are all existing on the outside of it. So if you went in a straight line long enough, you'd eventually end up exactly where you started. Um, but at a different time. And I thought that was a crazy theory. That's neat. I don't really know if I believe in it, but I thought it was interesting. It'd be really hard to prove. We really that's, don't. We really don't know what's out there. That's no. part of my favorite Modest Mouse song. What is? You, you don't know that song? It's, Dark Center of the Universe. Yeah, there's. It's just like the phrase over and over again. The universe is shaped exactly like the Earth. If you go straight long enough, you'll end up where you were. So, huh. Is that Dark Center of the Universe? Third planet. No, third planet. It's the first song on the Moon in Antarctica. Maybe. I'm familiar with the song. I don't know what album it's on. I love me some Modest Mouse. I know that. Yeah. I should get into them more. Dude, they're so good. Anyway, I'm sure they saw that theory. Well, that would make sense. But that's just an interesting theory. And like Chase said, you can't. I mean, that's nearly impossible to prove. But it's cool to think about. It's cool to think about those fun theories. So there are no Democrats. There are no Republicans. There's only like a there's only lizards group of people. (laughs) I love how we just keep like slamming this back in. At the very top of it all... There is only uh, one group of people who's in charge of it all, who's essentially putting people in place, whether they're puppets or whether they're just facades that actually hold no purpose whatsoever. Wouldn't that be a puppet? I'm not entirely... No, a puppet would do their bidding, essentially, but they could essentially be a facade, be like, you really don't have a... Yeah, role to play. Is, so they wouldn't have any actual power. People so they just actually do play anything. the role. Right. Look, guys, I'm They're the president. Actors. Like the Mandarin in uh, Iron Man 3 when they wrecked that storyline. Right. Okay. Yeah, it, 
pretty much. Gotcha. So, so like the Queen of England. But I mean, at the bottom, oh, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Come at me. England. At the bottom, there is a Democrat. We Republican beat you party. once. We'll do it again. <laughs> and there's people constantly. The states will rise again. <laughs> Chase is trying so hard to stay on topic, and we're just killing it. <laughs> so anyway, there are no Democrats. There are no Republicans. There is only. Zero. They're all aliens. But that's easy enough. Oh, okay, I, I told it, you that. I find it fascinating Universe that solved. the that the lizard alien theory like so neatly overlaps with just like the Freemasons. Like mm. elaborate. Like, See, elaborate. This on is that. the awesome thing about conspiracy theories is like the more you listen to them, the more you listen to them, it's like everything is clicking together. It all now. comes together. Well, that's the scary part, actually. Yeah. No, I mean just I mean really just in the very most basic sense that like the Freemason conspiracy is that there's this long been this long cabal of people that secretly run everything right secretly run the government and they put their symbols everywhere but then the lizard theory just kind of like maps right over on top of that that there are these lizards that only the most powerful people in the world know about and they're secretly controlling everything Uh, but i i want to know like nobody has that i've seen somebody please post for me uh evidence of lizards and don't show me a blink of the eye because i've seen you know, two dozen of those, and I can't see any difference in any of them. I'm going to find you real evidence right so, now. Hard, but hard evidence. I want somebody to have, like, you know, like, I have specifically seen a lizard person. They <laughs> Oh, like me, in real life? Or, like, they threw me into a dungeon, and I escaped by digging through their walls or something. You know, like, what evidence do you have of personal evidence and not just hearsay? And really crappy eyes. You know, I mean, that that's yeah. it. But... Because people have seen the grace, and also do it with the Nordics, and do it with the hybrids. The only thing that I've seen what are with the Nordics, the Nordics are pretty much. Uh, that's, a t- that's a complete inside joke. I'm sorry I did that just now. They're tall, pale, blonde hair, blue eyed, and they're they're supposed to be the only friendly alien species. Well, unless you believe in the 86 other alien species, and then you go through it. But if we stick to these four with the hybrids, which are either hybrid grays or hybrid uh, reptiles. But these these Nordics, well, some people say that they're kind of neutral, but a lot of people say that they're here like to help us. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Proof. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> this is some tattooed guy. I've seen that That's guy really before. It. He's, he's, a, he's really like gonna, famous. just going to get a picture of a, like a lizard. No, it's at, first, he, he said, at first, Chase didn't specify lizard person. He said, oh, no, he said, he said it the second time he specified yeah, he, he said, find me a lizard person, so lizard person. Yeah, great. Yeah. Modified. Anyways, so I think that for me, it's a lot easier to believe in these grays because most people encounter them and have firsthand basis, for, you know, close encounters of the fourth kind. While can nobody you, really can has... Can you step me through the kinds real quick? I meant to ask earlier. So, okay. Yeah, we so, talked so about the this first kind the would just be a visual I saw... And like in like a UFO, you didn't see an individual. You okay. saw the product saw of flying saucers. Okay. Yeah, that's that's first kind. The second kind is a physical evidence of them being there, but not actually seeing them. So you saw a crop circle. You saw residue left behind by their spacecraft. Uh, third kind is a personal encounter, visually seeing them. That's a close encounter of the third kind. Okay. A fourth kind is pretty much an abduction, a physical touching, manipulation encounter with them. So where does, 
Is there a fifth kind? Interspecies relations? Or no? I think they go to six kinds, but I couldn't tell you because oh, fi- yeah. five and six get really specific and I forget what it is. Uh, because how, how do you get over like, you know, fourth kind? Like, what is that? Probably, well, like I said, probably a hybrid. Yeah. Which they, yeah. they talk about, which they say live among us right now and you may or may not see them because they have been able to manipulate their DNA enough where they look nearly exactly like us or they're part of their own. They have more gray DNA. So they look more like the gray workers and they just like do their bidding still. But some of them have been infiltrated like terrorist cells. Uh, where, where at a moment's notice, they're here to. Could there be sleeper cells? Like, could you be an eight, a hybrid alien and not even know it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could definitely be like a reptilian and not even know it. Because, like, there's the whole thing about trying to blend their DNA with ours. Oh, man. Well, that's the thing. They say, and like, it, you, you may be evil, you know, hybrid, and you're just gonna pretty much click. There's gonna be a word that they're gonna say, and you're just gonna. The Manchurian candidate. And it was soapbox. Yep. Exactly. That's a good good movie. Both the original and the Manchurian candidate and also Firefly, or I guess it's technically uh Miranda. Serenity. Miranda. Miranda. Exactly. And then she goes crazy and kills Tubal I can kill you with my Blue Sun. I can kill you with my brain. Brain. Oh I'm sorry. That's so good. I love it. Um <clears throat> I don't remember what I was going to say. It was something about silly reptilians, stuff like that. Does anybody have any encounters of aliens that they, that the, anybody? I've seen so. stuff. I don't know what I saw. Well, what did you see? I've told you guys about this. Well, um, don't tell everybody else. I know. Listeners get to hear it too, but anyway. So. I want you to know that Josh <clears throat> has his armpits shaved clean and they look good. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I found one. He's a Batman shirt too. He's a swimmer. Yeah. No, I just found long ago that I stink a lot less when I shave my armpits. It's true, because they have a lot less surface area, or I should say the bacteria have a lot less surface area. Well, I won't name a name, but I figured it out at a youth camp when, uh, me and a friend were both putting on deodorant, and I, I had always like, no, I had always like clipped my arm hair really short because I didn't like getting like globs of like deodorant oh, yeah. stuck in my arm hair. Well, the fact that you have like four inch long armpit hair, at That's least that true. was my case. The, I'm like, oh, no, dude, I go. did. It was like, Phew. Um, so anyway, yeah, no, this guy, I watched him like use half a stick, like trying to just touch the skin because he had so much armpit hair. And I was like, that's disgusting. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm just gonna start shaving mine. And ever since, man, it's it's golden. You know, I don't stink. I love it. I rely on my pheromones to scare off potential predators and to win friends and mates and (laughs) And to woo the females. Yeah. No, I think they scare off the females. And Aww. win predators. <laughs> and win predators and scare off females. <laughs> Ward off those shady females. So anyway, okay, the, my story about something that I saw. Um, I'm only gonna tell the one. Um, Mary and I were driving along Western. Mary is Josh's wife. <sighs> yes, listeners who don't know that. Mary is my wife. Um, and the, t- and she's the only reason that this story is any kind of legitimate because, because if it was Josh just, if it was just it, me, yeah. no one would believe it. I, I kind of think that Josh has random hallucinations from I kind of do time. too. I'm just saying, I believe it as well. Uh, he has some lot. crazy stories, but Mary does not see crazy things. So if Mary says it, you're inclined to believe it because she has no crazy stories. But this one, there is, uh, corroboration. So anyway, we are parked at a stoplight facing north. On 104th and Western in Oklahoma City, listeners. Um, and we see up in the sky, uh, away from us, it looks like it's several miles away, 
a long black cylindrical object about about an inch long, maybe, with like a shiny metallic looking surface on the bottom of it, and it's just hovering. Like it's not doing anything. Um it's not very thick. It's like like imagine a really tiny pencil. Um like with the eraser facing down. So it'd be it'd be more like the uh the cigar shaped. Yeah, definitely spacecraft. like out of the conspiracy theories about uh, UFOs, it's definitely a cigar shape. So it's just hovering there doing nothing. And so I'm pointing at it and Mary looks at it because I'm not I don't realize I'm thinking maybe I'm imagining this. And I go, Do you see that? And she's like, What what is that? And my first thought was that it was a missile because Mary could see it. Uh, that it was like a missile like being shot. Which up. do you f- find more terrifying? Missile, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause that's an immediate threat as opposed uh, okay. to a, maybe a potential not threat. Anyway, so I thought it was a missile being shot upwards cause it looked, I mean, there was a shiny bottom. It looked like, you know, it could be fire, like a jet stream, a jet trail, whatever. So anyway, um, we're looking at it. Other people we noticed are getting out of their cars and looking at it and people are trying to take pictures of it with their phone. Um, and it's still not moving. It's just standing or not standing. It's just hovering there. And then the fastest I've ever seen, it just, just shoots up and it's gone. People like, were getting out of the car, taking pictures of it on their phone. Not a lot of people, but about like two guys probably. So there's pictures of this floating around on the interwebs. I don't know. This well, was several years ago. I had a Nokia at the time. But so. you hear, okay. you hear this story a lot. You do. It's that classical theory of a cigar shape. No, yeah, I'm not like, trying to be incredulous. I'm no, 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 no. What? He's just saying that it's a universal type. It's a, it's a common thing. That's um, the problem. Like, there's just, so many choo- stories about this same instance of doesn't necessarily have to be cigar shaped, but it could be a flying saucer, cigar shaped. Uh, could just be a floating light. That's all that they see. That's all that anybody can see. But there's, you know, dozens, hundreds, and sometimes thousands of people. Who stop and watch this? Like, what yeah. in the world is that? And then there might be multiple lights that gather and they come and go. People and see then, like fleets of them flying in for like impossible. As, well, as quickly like, as they saw them, like, oh my god, there's something right there. That's as fast as they go, just poof, disappear. Like, what? It did too. It, we we watched it leave and get smaller and smaller, but it was lightning fast. It was just like an ungodly speed that I know. With the exception of probably something experimental that we don't know about, like we don't have anything that can go that fast, direct, so, like so straight by, up. By natural, uh, you know, G forces that any type of fighter pilot could survive, they disappear so fast that nobody could survive that, unless it's some type of warp where they, you know, change space and time itself. They couldn't just naturally fly at that speed without no. dying, being smashed <laughs> into oblivion. And erupting with blood everywhere. And it, when it when it comes to the common UFO sightings, you have probably four types. You have cigars, saucers, triangles, and then fleets. Um, fleets are always like the tiny floating lights that are tend tend to be in unison, or at least like two or three groups of unison. Um, and then like when you see them coming over mountains and stuff, you hear about those. Um, the cigar ones are what I described. They either go like straight up and down, or they go like horizontally. Um, and then saucers, everybody knows what those are. And then triangles are a more recent one. Um, but they're, I mean, that's what they, they're, they're triangles that are flying. <laughs> Mostly, I think most of them are triangles of light. Yeah, I, I would agree, except for a couple of videos that I've seen. But also, it's the day of um, After Image where you can do that on your computer. So, I, After Effects. So. I've never seen a UFO, nor have I seen a specific alien, but... I, I do have a strange story. I, I don't really know how to describe it. 
I won't go into all the details, but I did have this experience when I was living at uh, the first apartment that I moved into. I think it was a dream, but it was it was insanely real because I was lying in bed. And he can tell this story now because they've moved out of that apartment and his wife isn't going to lose her mind. So true, because <laughs> actually there's there's uh, several things in the story that I'm not going to talk about. But my wife will not let me tell her because she's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's going to freak me out. And it did most definitely would because it freaked me out. This is one of those things that happened and I immediately got out of bed and wrote it down and drew pictures. I don't draw pictures. I did that. And I could grab it after this episode and show you guys if you want to. Not you listeners. Sorry. I definitely want to see that. I do too. Yeah, me too. I'm in. Okay. So uh, there was this instance where I was – in bed, and there was I, – I I was just kind of laying there. I didn't have any struggles. I didn't have any fears. I didn't have any happiness. I was just lying there. And then enters this hazy, gray, foggy being. I can't make out a, a face. I can definitely make out a form, definitely human form. But it's it's taller, and it's – for some reason, its head is slightly – like bent at the neck, so not like its skull has an L shape to it, but it's bent at the neck at about a 45-degree angle. Just to the kinda, side? Yeah, the, this, this facade That's of so this... That's so much creepier than, like, if it was to, like, the front or something, for some yeah. reason. Because, <laughs> like, that, nobody does that. Nobody, like... Well, it started out because hanging. it peered through <gasps> it peered through the doorway. Like, it just kind of peeked its head out the side. Like, uh-huh. like, you know, that creepy thing where, like, that kid is, like... Pretending to choke himself back in the days, like oh god, I'm being choked, but it's actually himself. It's kind of like that. It just kind of peeks his head out a little bit, and I'm like, "What is that?" And I'm kind of in this like, like you're really high on drugs, like I'm on morphine. Like, what is that? That's weird. And and then like it eventually shows its full self, and it's got these really lanky arms, very skinny. Almost like Seth, your brother, Josh. It's it was him. Terrifying. We had a fog machine that night. <laughs> April uh, Fools. Well, 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 there was no actual fog in the room, but like the the guy was as if I was seeing him through fog or whatever it was. Yeah, which is actually a common uh, reoccurrence in like a lot of people's spiritual rend- renditions when they say that they've seen. You're him. seeing him through the ether. You might say. You Ooh, might, you might yes. say shots, everybody. It doesn't shot, count unless shot, it shot, doesn't shot, count unless shot. Chase says it. <laughs> it oh, dang it. In the ether. <laughs> there you go. Now do a shot. Do uh, another one. <laughs> and so it starts walking towards me, and I'm like, okay. And so it it kind of holds out its hand, and uh, it didn't look like it had five fingers. I didn't count, but it looked like it had definitely less than five fingers. So it holds out its hand, and it never talks verbally. It was definitely telepathic. And it... it you know, it's just kind of weird. He's like, come with me. And I was first like, my first question was, who are you? And he, it just said back to me, come with me. And I, at first I was like, okay, why not? And then like, I got this overwhelming feeling of something's not right. Don't do that. Because, okay. I, I forgot to say the feeling that I had was, I know this person, but I never, I could never put a specific on it. It's like, I know this person. Definitely do. And then it comes towards me and like, it reaches out his hand and tells me to come with it. And I'm like, who are you? And then come with me. 
okay. And then I get this feeling of this isn't right. I don't know this person. Something malicious is afoot. And I, I, I'm like, no, uh, I'm not going with you. And then that's when communication stopped and it merely came further towards me and reached out its hand. Pretty much, you know, saying like, you know, this is your last option. I'm here. And then I, I was like, no. And all this is happening telepathically. I'm not, I'm not able to move. I remember that and I'm not speaking verbally. And then it, it just walks out after I said no. And I, 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 I fear what the heck would have happened if I would have <laughs> said yes. I have no idea. And that is my crazy story. I don't know if it's demonic. I don't know if it's alien. I don't know if it's a I dream. Know, I had a similar experience. Um, no kidding. Yeah. I don't know I told if you, you told about me this. this. I have told you about this. I've only told two people about it. Uh, you and my mom. Um, I was in bed one night. Oh, I know what. Okay. Um, yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't able to sleep that night. I, I have, okay. I do have night terrors. I should admit that right off the bat. So this could very well, I may have, you know, who knows? Maybe I did fall asleep and this was just a waking night terror, but I don't remember ever falling asleep. I remember being really frustrated because I couldn't sleep. Um, and I was just staring at my ceiling and I felt like the room got extra dark. Um, and I was like, what is going on? And I sat up for some reason and I have, uh, in the corner of, of our bedroom, um, there is like a clock and a TV and like the clock faces the bed so that we can always see it. Um, and I couldn't see the clock anymore. There was just like a big black smudge over that whole corner of the room, like that whole section just from ceiling to floor. Like a, like a physical darkness. Yeah. And it was moving, but not like in a way that you, like a person would move. It was just like a, like if there was a, a smoke cloud that was held there <clears throat> and, uh, it was straight up evil. Um, like I could just feel it in my bones. I was like, well, that's evil. Um, and so I was like, well, it's time to, uh, it's time to fight. <laughs> like, cause I don't, I, my, my reaction is always fight instead of flight. And I sat up like straight up and down and I grabbed my gun cause I have a gun. Um, and then I'm like, this isn't going to do a thing against whatever the heck that is. It was a smoke monster. <laughs> it was a smoke. It's lost. That's what it, has it is. Physical immunity. <laughs> it has physical immunity. Plus three physical immunity to physical weapons. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so I am a Christian and I was just like, okay, so in the name of Jesus, you got to go. Um, and I straight up said that to it. I was like, you got to leave. Like, it's not going to happen. And it, like, it didn't really move. And so I said it again, a little bit more firm. And, uh, Mary didn't wake up this whole time. Like didn't even stir. And I can like sneeze in the middle of the night. She's like, oh, what, what, what? and like, she wakes up at everything. And so I'm straight up like almost yelling at this blackness. And, uh, it just kind of like fades. It doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. It just disappears. Like after I yell at it enough and then I was like, okay. And then I felt fine. Like I didn't feel scared anymore. And I was like, oh, and then I was able to go to sleep. Like I was like, cool. I can sleep now. And so my only thought was that I wasn't supposed to go to sleep. I was supposed to stay awake and like tell off that thing. <laughs> I, that's weird. Huh? Yeah, it was weird. And I also, I may have just been, you know, hallucinating. Who knows? Um, that's the thing. Like when something like that happens, it's so. Yeah. Other, it's so different. Something from your... so different from reality. Yeah, I mean, I grew up like through my childhood. I saw shadow people and all sorts of weird things that I didn't tell anybody about. But then when I told certain other people that we know, um, they were like, "Dude, I saw those too," and they described them exactly the same as what I saw. And we hadn't described like I'd never described it to them. And like I could talk, think of two different people who described exactly what I saw growing up multiple times, um, and it was just. It was weird, man. 
exact same creatures. See, and there's, that's, that's such a coincidence. You either have to say, this is ingrained in you, or this is absolutely something real. reality. Or, I mean, what if it's a genetic memory? Oh, well, I guess, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that. That's something we have talked about before. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird stuff, though. And uh, on that note, we should probably end because we've got an hour and a half today, which is a long podcast. Well, thank you for joining, folks. I guess uh, perhaps in eight weeks you may be hearing of uh, maybe ghost conspiracies. Who knows? Yeah, ooh, that's what we should do. We should talk about ghosts next time. But I feel like ghosts are like Shandrian. If you talk about them, they show up. Well, then we're in trouble because we just talked about a whole lot of weird stuff. I said ghosts, not aliens, which may be the same thing. I don't know. Does that say they, they, we talked about it? They're probably the same thing. We'll figure it out next time. <laughs> next time. You're on Black Mesa Radio. Checking out. Hopefully we're all here. Still. <laughs>